0: Hello, and welcome to Ona, Ross, and Carrie, the show where we don't just talk about fringe science, spirituality, and claims of the paranormal, but show up ourselves.
1: Yep. When they make the claims, we show up so you don't have to. I'm Ross Blotcher. And
0: I'm Carrie Poppy. And we're going to bring you the second half of our episode about Tony Alamo Christian Ministries.
1: Uh, you've all been waiting to find out what happened to us. You assumed that we survived. We did. That's true. So far. <laughs> so we're going to tell you about our third and final visit to the Tony Alamo Christian Ministries. And it's
0: a doozy. And this is also a very special episode, Ross. Yes. Like, maybe the biggest episode of the year, in a sense.
1: In some sense.
0: Because, <laughs> because it is our pledge drive episode. That's right. Shimmy, you, shimmy.
1: <laughs> you get to find out all the exciting benefits that come with being a Maximum Fund member. Yeah. So we will be telling you all about that.
0: We will. But you have to wait because right now we're talking about something else. Visa fee. <laughs> <laughs>
1: per se. Our,
0: our existence in the Tony Alamo
1: church. We had a lot of people who told us after our first episode, don't get in that van. Yeah.
0: Please don't get baptized. You didn't want us to do this, so
1: you don't have to. Yeah. Now, for anyone who, for some reason, missed the first episode, Mm -hmm. you should check it out for some context, but we would get to the church by going to the intersection of Hollywood and Highland. They would collect us with a group of other people, and we'd get in an unmarked van and (laughs) head out to Canyon Country, California. So so we decided that we really wanted to go to a Sunday service because they have services every single day, every night. But on Sunday, they have them at 3 p.m. and 8 p.m. Yeah. So, let's mm-hmm. go to that 3 p.m. service, Carrie. Little, okay,
0: okay. let's load in your truck, Ross. Doo, 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 little
1: doo, dramatic doo, recreation. Yeah, so this time we thought, let's drive ourselves.
0: For a couple reasons.
1: We'd had a lot of people around us saying like, hey, you know, this isn't safe, this whole van thing.
0: Right. We were scaring the people who were making sure we were okay.
1: And if for some reason they grew unhappy with us, then we're relying on them for our transportation back out of... Right,
0: the people in the ministry that is not yes.
1: our friends. So, yeah, so we drove out and... We parked a little ways up the road just so we could kind of walk in, not have our vehicle right there.
0: And someone we knew who lives up in that area said, oh, you should walk around because they own acres and acres on their property. It's not just that front building that you go to the service in. So
1: that was the first thing we did. We'd gotten there early. Mm -hmm. And so we thought, all right, well, let's just kind of walk around. There was like sort of a little trail that went uphill and sort of around the compound. Right. So we walked up there. we start
0: walking up the hill, looking down at the church. Mm -hmm. And... We got all the way up to like a a cross that was up on the hill and then it just sort of stopped.
1: There was a water tank as well. And we could see that the church building was larger than just the restaurant area and the sanctuary that there was some other kind of quadrant
0: which i mentioned to you i had been back in because when i used the bathroom a couple times i poked around
1: oh that's right i had never been to the bathroom up to that point <laughs> but Went you back asked down. if i
0: if i've seen anything back there oh have yeah, you? yeah here it is here's the big news i did kick open one door
1: you kicked it open like,
0: well, come on, not like. Okay, so there's kicking open where your foot is like. I picture
1: you with like your fingers <laughs> like made into a little gun, you know, they're up by your head, and then you swing them down there's, into the room.
0: <laughs> you know when you do that fake gun thing, it is Police. to represent a gun. You're not just supposed to walk around. <laughs> pretending your fingers are guns.
1: I'm just saying that was my mental image.
0: <laughs> no, Okay, so there's the kicking open a door where your foot's an inch above the ground and then there's the kicking open a door where your foot is basically at the height of your shoulder. Uh-huh. It was the first guy. Oh, okay. So it's like All right. tap, tap, open. <laughs> okay. uh-huh. so I kicked open this door and there were clothes and boxes and it was just sort of a little storage room and that was very disappointing.
1: That's exciting, good story. Yeah,
0: but they did tell me that there were some beds back there or something. I forget why they mentioned that.
1: So we kind of made our way back down. And we noticed as we were going up, there were a couple of people in front of the church who had seen us. Right. And then we wondered, are they going to be suspicious of us walking around? Right. Uh, but th- hey,
0: we're here for church early and we're going to walk around. That's no big right. deal. MBD.
1: And so we came back to sort of the street area and we walked around the front of the church and we saw there was a sign. Yeah. And it said something like Christian Camp Trail.
0: Yeah. And it said, open to the public.
1: Yeah, so totally we like, did.
0: oh, thank you. Great. Yeah.
1: So we're like, oh, cool. Let's go walk along here. We like yeah. to we and like it, to hike.
0: And it was pretty. Yeah. And it was obviously trailing back into their own property. So right. we're like, great. We'll see more of the property. It's beautiful. So we start walking down there. And we're still
1: in Los Angeles County, but there are trees in Los Angeles County. We got For people not from this area. So yeah, it's a lovely area. not even palm trees. Right. Yeah. These are like oak trees. So yeah, we're walking back.
0: By the way, right now, as Ross and I are talking about this, we're both making our international symbol for walking which is we're
1: slightly bobbing up and down and swinging our arms
0: yeah going up so there's like some
1: park benches on the right and then like there's this weird kind of outdoor uh stove thing
0: right yeah camp campground yeah
1: and so you know we're walking farther back along this trail and then
0: we're walking down the trail and someone's coming at us from the other side of the trail right
1: dressed in a black suit
0: carrying a bible
1: and as we get closer we recognize him he's been a guitar player in previous services Mm
0: -hmm. so we say oh hi Oh, hey. He does not return that sort of enthusiasm. Yeah,
1: he's already looking uh, kind of upset, wondering how he's going to deal with the situation. Right, he's right. He's giving us this very pensive look. He's yeah. working something out in his head. Right. We're going to call him Donnie. Immediately, he meets us and says, hey, where are you guys going?
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, oh, we're we're walking on the trail. There was a sign at the trailhead.
1: Yeah, we're early for the service. Just thought we'd check around here. Oh, well... You know, this is um actually this uh is private property and
0: Oh, okay. Well
1: it belongs it, to the church. Oh,
0: okay. Is Pe- it okay? People for... live back
1: here uh-huh. and you know, it's kinda of private.
0: Well, is it okay for us to go? He just kept saying it's private. All right,
1: well, should we just keep walking? Yeah, can and, we just
0: keep walking? So, or would you prefer us to do you, not, sh- do you want us to go? <laughs>
1: <laughs> should we head back with you? Yeah. And so yeah, there's a very awkward moment. So so and finally he, and he
0: just kept saying, Well, it's private, it's private which we finally took his code for like it's private and I don't want you there
1: So we're like oh well we'll walk back with you Let's have small talk
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let's pretend this weird encounter didn't happen
1: <laughs> So we're trying to ask Like little questions about like oh so How many people live back there
0: And he said I don't know <laughs> <laughs> I just live
1: here. I don't know how many other people live here. I don't know
0: how many of my friends are here. I don't know how many of my family. What is this a third degree?
1: (laughs) Very cagey about that. We may have mentioned in the previous episode, but we'd heard reports that there are children who do live at the compound, but we've never once seen a child.
0: Yeah. So then I think I said something like, is it all ages back there? Adults and kids? Mm. And what did he say?
1: I don't remember. I think
0: he said something like, I don't know. Okay. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, it was like being super evasive. Or
0: some, or something. Yeah, it was like as we're, I'm not going to answer your question. As we're
1: walking back with him, we're asking him, you know, how he found Tony Lamo Ministries. Mm-hmm. And. He's good at leaving out details. Like, oh, yeah, well, I was a total atheist like three years ago. And then the Lord, you know, spoke to me and told me to you know, come out here.
0: And here I am.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa. Step back a few.
0: Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, we're like,
1: what? oh, wow. Oh, that, what, that where seems did the... like
0: a bigger story than you're letting on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. And, yeah, this guy just wanted to give you the bare minimum. Right. Wow, that's amazing. Like, how did the Lord speak to you? Oh, well, you know, he, he talked to me. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. And so, so you heard did him. Did you hear
0: a voice, or did you see him? Or
1: then he kind of got into how he was looking for some cause to be a part of. Some guy like had his land taken away from him, right. and he helped him r-
0: return it. It sounded like it was one of those situations where it was sort of a homesteader against right. the government. He helped defend him, and I said, "Oh, what's that guy's name?" And he just stopped and thought about whether to tell me.
1: Yeah, and yeah. He did,
0: and I don't even remember it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> then that parlayed into his involvement in Tony Lamo Ministries. He was going to help with the, the legal aspects.
0: Right. Cool. Do you have a law background? No, not really. Nope. Okay.
1: Still, and this coo is a coo. new hobby. Uh, I think he was homeless, living out of his car for a long time. And yeah. now he lives at Tony Lamo Ministries. And helps them with their legal efforts.
0: And he had been there for two and a half years, I think.
1: And he's very good at looking suspiciously at us.
0: Yeah. So we walked in with Donnie. Yeah. We figured our traveling days around this compound (laughs) were over. guess
1: we're just going to sit in the church now. Pro
0: tip, if anyone from Alamo Ministries is listening to this, just take down your sign. Say, Private Road.
1: (laughs) That would be a good hint. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And actually, as we were walking out there, there was a gentleman standing out by the sign. And we said hey to him and just Mm -hmm. kept going.
0: Yeah, and we asked him if he had been on the trail, and he said, oh, yeah, it's pretty.
1: So there we go. Yeah, they have
0: no problem. They
1: could have given us an indication. So anyway. we were there early and we just kind of went and sat in the seats and we wanted to make sure this time can sit women near the front. Yeah. Can women sit near the front? Are right. they going to do anything? And about I this? had
0: wanted to sit in the front row, but then you sat in like the third and I didn't want to sit away from you. That felt awkward. It was
1: front-ish. It was
0: still front enough that if that were a rule, you'd think they'd make me move. Mm-hmm. But this woman came forward who we'll call Trisha. Mm-hmm. She came up and she said, oh, I just want to introduce myself to you. And, and we, we were, were waiting. Okay. Oh, yeah, here it is. We're like, and honey,
1: you come back with me. Yeah. Why don't you sit with me,
0: with other ladies? No, but yeah, she just said she wanted to introduce herself. And was this our first time? And we're Mm -hmm. like, no, it's a third time. And she's like, oh. Oh, and we both were really underdressed.
1: We had come these other times, and people were just dressed in regular clothing. So, you know, we, we were both wearing, like, plaid shirts. Right. And jeans.
0: I was wearing yoga pants because I, I remember, you? yeah, well, I mean, they're not that kind, Ross, but yeah, I was just wearing like black pants because as I was getting ready, I was like, oh, it's church. I'll put on a dress. I can't a put on a dress because yeah, I don't know how might long see your it has ankles. to be. I don't know what the deal is. Right. So I put on these pants and then I realized that every single woman there was wearing a long skirt.
1: And all these men in the Sunday service are wearing full suits.
0: Right. And I was like, rats.
1: I wish I'd known because I like dressing up Me for church. Too. I can do that.
0: And here we are looking like slobs before the eyes of God. Yeah, I felt bad about that. Whatever. Must be that there isn't a huge... Women can't sit in the front rule because they didn't make us no. move. No, no. Me move. just
1: somehow they naturally. And I was so ready.
0: I was like, I'm going to be the Rosa Parks. Uh-huh. You know, the Claudette I'm going to be Cole like, ah, oh, right, sure, okay, Claudette, <laughs> call that, I'm not going to move. And if you want me to move, then you're a racist.
1: This is why we took the truck. So just in <laughs> case they're like, we're not driving you back in our van.
0: You <laughs> get crazy, lady. <laughs>
1: We'd be able to get back on our own.
0: Then the the service began. But before we get to the service, Ross, we
1: got a lot to tell you about the service but
0: but and we'll get there we will get
1: there hold on but
0: there's something equally important that we need to discuss have you heard of the network Maximum Fun?
1: I have now.
0: So Maximum Fun, as you know, is our podcasting network. Yes. They are the people who support us and make our show possible. And the donors who support Maximum Fun are really the heroes.
1: This is a special pledge drive episode because at this time of year, we have special benefits for those who join up in the next couple of weeks. Yes. But we recommend that you join up now.
0: Yeah, now, because you're listening now, it's on your mind. And listen, here's the deal. We have been giving you entertainment for three years now. Well, we've been trying to. If we failed, then I don't know what to say to you.
1: You've been supporting us along the way. We've got big plans and more that we want to do, and so your donation dollars make that possible.
0: Yeah, that's what's kept the show alive these three years, and we have bigger and more exciting things in store that we won't be able to do unless we get more and more support. And right now, Maximum Fun is trying to get 1,500 either new donors or donors who are kicking it up a notch going to the next donation Right, level.
1: so if you're already a Maximum Fun listener and you have found this new Ono Ross and Carey show and you're like this is great I want to support it you can even upgrade your membership, and then just make sure to choose us as someone that you listen to.
0: Yeah. So the way the funds are divided is according to whether you listen to each show. So if so, make sure you say you listen to our show if you do. And you do because you're listening to this. Logically. And then every time you listen to an episode, you'll know that you are part of making this show happen, which is a really big exciting deal.
1: You can tell your friends.
0: Also, this year they have what are called challenge donors, and they're people who have promised that they will give a specific amount for every person who donates. So so when you donate, it's not just your donation dollars. It's also one of these challenge donors coming you're, you're through for You're
1: raising us. additional money. This is an unusually expensive podcast, I think. I think so, just too. Just because we're paying for memberships to things and services in addition to hosting and all that
0: kind oh, of yeah. stuff. Well, not just memberships and services, but events, traveling to these unlikely things. Yeah. Because sometimes we'll want to do something, but it's only in Missouri. And right. we want to do those things for you, but we, we can't unless the budget's there.
1: Or snake handlers move out to California.
0: Right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and when you become a donor and support Maximum Fund, there are also gifts that you get for being a Maximum Fund donor. The more you donate, of course, the more awesome gifts you get. It's true. Any monthly donation, $5 or above, month, gets you access to bonus episodes. So each podcast on the Maximum Fund Network has a bonus episode each year that you mm-hmm. get to listen to. And we have recorded such an episode.
0: It is there. It is there on the server. People who are already donors have already listened to it. So if you're thinking about becoming a new donor, you got to get in there. Get in on the party because it's a pretty cool episode. It's, it's an interview. It's an interview of us.
1: We are being interviewed by Brian Thompson, Brian Thompson of from Quit It. it.
0: Very funny man.
1: And he talks to us about kind of how we started the show. It's really the origin story. But also we talk about some commonly asked questions, a lot of them submitted by you, our listeners. Yeah. So if you want to hear that, sign up. Come become a donor.
0: And if you sign up for $10 or more per month, you get this is so great, you guys. You get an eighteen month mini Max Fun calendar, which has pictures of all the different hosts of all the different shows. But we're all cats.
1: So one of us <laughs> is hilarious. It's
0: so great. And for all of these, you not only get the gift at your level, but also the gift of the levels before. So right. if you, you do, also get
1: the bonus content. Right.
0: You get the bonus content if you pay ten bucks. If you pay twenty bucks or more per month, you get the Max Fun Morning Essentials Kit, which sounds rad. It is a Max Fun Rocket mug, a half bag of Tonks coffee, which is some serious coffee. Sorry, Mormons. <laughs> right. <laughs> and a bar of stack soap, which is the raddest thing. Do you want to explain yeah, it, Ross?
1: Yeah, really cool idea. So, you know, you use your soap and you, you've been Ross getting clean. Ross is using
0: imaginary soap for, on his body For right like, now. you know,
1: a month. But, oh, no, I've only got this little bit of soap left. It's kind of useless. It's just kind of break apart. And it's in apart. that
0: weird, like, shoulder pad shape.
1: Do I throw it away? I feel so wasteful. But no, stack soap. The next bar has a hollow (gasps) in which you place the remainder of the old bar of soap. And it just
0: clicks right in there. And
1: it's all part of the circle of life.
0: That's amazing. And so ne'er shall you waste another soap. Pretty
1: brilliant. So that's at the $20 a month level. And if you sign up for $35 a month... Then you get to be a member of Judge John Hodgman's Justice Squad.
0: Oh, I love that show! What do you get for that, Carrie? You get a pair of rocket-engraved highball glasses. These are classy. For all you drunkards! <laughs> for a hundred dollars or more per month, you get membership in the Inner Circle, which is the monthly Culture Club. And all of these higher donation amounts, you can well, all of any of the donation amounts, you can read about on the website to get all the details.
1: Absolutely at maximumfund.org/slash/donate. Yeah, or click on the donate button on the homepage.
0: The most sustaining donors we get are our $20 and $35 and $10 a month memberships. And so we're just really asking you if you're able at all to give at these levels. It really matters.
1: And thank you. So, back to our Tony Alamo Ministries part 2 episode. We're, we're sitting there near the front. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the only negative side of that is you can't see all the people behind you because you kind of want to see their reaction.
0: All the ladies. It must be said that even though I wasn't told to move, all the ladies are in the back.
1: They are. Yeah. You mm-hmm. are the sole one mm-hmm. sitting up in the front with us men. So this gentleman gets up and he's, they always have someone who's kind of officiating the service. Right. Even, of course, none of them will go by pastor because right. they have one world pastor. That is Tony Alamo.
0: Which kind of reminds me of the Mormon church a little bit because in the Mormon church, uh, a person from the congregation would give up and give the yes. talk and it was all very equal.
1: Yeah, very similar in a lot of ways. They also have the testimonies, you know, during the service. Mm-hmm. So, this gentleman got up and it was the first time we'd seen him.
0: Right. We'll call him Rutherford.
1: Rutherford, and he reminds me a little bit of my dad, kind of like a, a even thinner version with the same kind of beard. Um,
0: okay. I've never met your dad, but okay.
1: Okay. He immediately got up and he said, now, first, I'd just like to share just a, a few rules. Just a
0: couple. We only really have a couple of rules here.
1: We just asked that everybody refrain from unnecessary discussion during mm-hmm. the service.
0: And unnecessary walking around.
1: <laughs> immediately, Carrie and I, sitting up there in the front, <laughs> they are like, <laughs> oh, they're pinpointing us. Right. Like Someone said, like, hey, these two are walking around. and uh,
0: I thought they meant... Us walking around because we would get up before the service and look at all the materials which are out there for you to look at, but no one else was looking.
1: I think they're talking about us like you, being a little too nosy.
0: Right, walking around the campus with their signs that say walk around the campus.
1: So already I'm thinking, all right, this guy's wary of us. Right. <laughs> and I was wary of him being wary of us. And
0: and we were, we were like talking before, but we were whisper talking the way you do before something begins when yeah. you're in a group of people. We were like... Oh, hey, look at this. Oh, they're having an event on Thursday. Oh, mm-hmm. You know, that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah, well, I
1: mean, sometimes we'll be pointing at something and kind of chuckling about it, too. But sure. whatever it was, it seemed superfluous to right. them.
0: Right, yes, none Un- of that.
1: Get rid of that unnecessary discussion. <laughs> so we'd been targeted, at least that's what I felt so.
0: <laughs> right, I feel that all our conversations were necessary.
1: So. <laughs> Incredibly. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't stand up in the middle. Now look. It
0: was was necessary!
1: Everything we've said has been completely necessary. Um, that was kind of his invocation. And there was a prayer again, right, with all the father they, gods. Right, the
0: father gods. And then we got our old friend. Oh, Sister, Sister Cindy.
1: Cindy. Yes. Came
0: up to sing.
1: I've forgotten just how often she sings. like Thanks
0: So much.
1: So she comes up and she sings at least two songs.
0: Yeah. And they're all down here. She's <laughs> sort of a cross between Cher and Kermit the Frog. <laughs> Mm-hmm. yeah so she gets up and her favorite song is that open the eyes of my heart lord
1: won't you open the eyes of my
0: heart i want to see you i will
1: admit i did start laughing this time <laughs> when she sang it again i like
0: did, oh it's that one and you did that thing where you you laughed and then you coughed t- a <laughs> Something in my throat here
1: well, how, how was it? Was that convincing?
0: I knew what you did because okay. I remember mentioning it afterward
1: Was it unnecessary though?
0: <laughs> it was perfectly necessary Okay,
1: so then people take turns coming up So after right. the songs, then uh, John, who was the really the first guy we met from Tony right. Lama Ministries He came up and he gave a little... Tiny kind of testimony.
0: Right. The setup of these services is basically that a whole bunch of people talk and they're all kind of giving many personal lessons mm-hmm. or what, you know, we might call testimony, but they might be the personal testimony of how they came to find Jesus, or it might be like, this is sort of something I was thinking about this week mm-hmm. kind mm-hmm. of lessons, but then one person gives the big lesson.
1: Right. There's kind of like the main yeah. homily or what, what yeah. have you.
0: Yeah. But it's very communal that way.
1: Right. So he got up and then he sang a song. I kind of like his singing, plays guitar, mm-hmm. kind of a country inspired thing. That I think there's a lot of fans of country music up there.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. But I felt like that was like two or three minutes since we had heard Sister Cindy sing, which started to be really uncomfortable for me. Uh, yeah, so I was Please really, come back. <laughs> really glad when Sister Cindy came back up and Lead another song. singing another song. Mm-hmm. And then another guy sang. So there was a lot of music at this particular yeah. one.
1: He was my favorite singer.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, it was that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was really good. Good
1: singer. I complimented him afterwards, like, hey, right. and, sing more, please. And
0: there's that <laughs> weird dynamic in these uh, church environments where you compliment someone singing and you can tell they kind of feel like, oh, I'm not supposed to take... This oh right! It's for Jesus, right? You know? and so they'll sort of pat their heart and be, oh, oh, thank you, thank
1: you. So Rutherford came back,
0: right? Who, by the way, is married to Trisha, the who woman greeted who greeted us, who had come up and greeted right. us when we first came. So he talked about being a truck driver. Oh, he was basically the chauffeur for Tony Alamo right. for many years. Professionally,
1: for many years, he has been a truck driver, and for the ministry, he drove the bus for Tony Alamo and said that he ferreted them all around the country from place to place.
0: Right, and he says he never saw. Any abuse, he started talking about those claims specifically. Right, He right. said he never witnessed them.
1: Again, yeah, they mentioned during the service that their pastor is in jail, but wrongly so. Right. And yeah, he was very adamant about that. You know, this is just the government trying to find something to pin on him. Mm-hmm. Totally untrue. Never right. saw anything like that.
0: And he talks about how much they saved, lots of souls, while they were on these journeys.
1: There's a lot of this, but it was really like reveling in the glory days. You could tell, mm-hmm. like there was this kind of bright, right. shining Camelot. Of yeah, the it
0: was. It was 1970s. as if he had been a you know a groupie for the Rolling Stones. Right.
1: Like, and Yeah, they're yeah. still talking about you know the hippie culture and stuff right. like that. You know, and here it is in 2014.
0: Yeah, and they talk about all those things as if they're still the evils of the world. You know, those those hippies and Ronald Reagan and, and <laughs> the right. Vatican. And you're like, what? It, I don't even remember people being afraid. Of these things. I
1: have to say, one of the things I really like about being at this church is it, it kind of takes me back to this bygone era of, you know, the 60s and 70s where people wore like bright blue three piece suits uh-huh. made of polyester uh-huh. and wore dark shades and combed their hairs into a big pompadour. Uh-huh. I feel like this is a vestige of that. Yeah. I remember seeing that film. It took place like Marjo? in the 60s. Marjo, yeah.
0: Oh, Marjo is my favorite documentary.
1: Like just seeing that and it reminding me of my church experience when I was really young. Sure. Like, because this is early 80s, people. are still kind of in that mode and sort of missing that aging man getting up and singing you know old rugged cross Mm -hmm. it feels like that's somewhat preserved at this church.
0: Yeah nice I see that having been someone who didn't live at all in the 60s or 70s and making this a ridiculous thing to say the 60s and 70s are my favorite decades.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well thank you for prefacing that. (laughs) No problem. Save me the trouble.
0: So this is a direct quote from Rutherford he said the things they charged him for are totally ridiculous. Yep. So he definitely felt very strongly about that. No chance that Tony committed these crimes.
1: Mm-hmm. When he sat down, then our friend Donnie, who we'd met on the walking path, he came up and he gave his very terse testimony mm-hmm. where he talked about, because if you have Jesus, you have everything. And um, I thank him for that because I didn't have anything three years ago when I was a total atheist and had no regard for um,
0: Christianity or Jesus himself.
1: I found the Lord and I'm a believer and praise be to God right but it was like oh, i've said my perfunctory thing and, and sitting it's down dumb.
0: And then Trisha, the so again, married to Rutherford, person who greeted us, she went up and gave her testimony, mm-hmm. and she said that she came to the church in 1970.
1: 43 years, and she's very proud of that. She'd mentioned that to us earlier. And, and she
0: said she came in very skeptical.
1: Right. Yeah, and she said, we've seen persecution, but the world has been evangelized. Yeah. So she was very much an apologist for this ministry and what yeah. it has achieved.
0: These people found God. They found Jesus. They no longer took drugs. They no longer were in pain. They were no longer addicted. They no longer were on their way to rob a bank or kill somebody. But they were carrying the Bible in the and, the Holy Spirit in their heart.
1: and she also came out of a drug background, and,
0: right? As do a lot of the members,
1: right? And kind of rediscovered Christianity through the Tony Lama ministries. Kind of what she had remembered from childhood as, as her version of Jesus. And I learned a lot of this too from reading her testimony later on, mm-hmm. when she she gave Just us on their copy website. Of.
0: And since you mentioned the persecution, that yeah. seems to be something that comes up a lot with these smaller groups that we join. Mm-hmm. Is that the persecution itself reinforces the right. strength of their belief?
1: Right, because they're coming after us, that's validation for you know we're saying something important. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like when people say you know oh if you're not pissing anyone off right. you're not doing it right
0: right that can be true. There's some
1: truth to that right right but um you know they Those laughed the at Columbus <laughs> exactly <laughs> but as Carl Sagan said they also laughed at Bozo the Clown <laughs> right and also what I thought was interesting was that what had really been also convincing to her was that these were the end times mm-hmm. and I don't think we mentioned this in the first episode but that's a common theme that's that said it's a very very end times driven ministry Uh where they feel that we are in the last days. And it just always makes me wonder when they're talking about, you know, in the 70s, I came here and I realized we are in the last days. Well, that was 40 years ago. How, right. last, how last are yeah, these how last, last days? how last
0: is this? You
1: know, how latter day are the Mormon saints? Right, you know, right. At some point, the world's just not ending, you know. Right. You move on.
0: Yeah. And, you know, most, or at least my experience is that most of the evangelical groups that do believe these are the last days don't focus on a lot of the social movements to say save the earth or right. educate children even because With- they think the future is short. But I think these people take that one step further. Mm-hmm. They're like, environmentalism is evil. Yes. If you believe in that stuff, then that's because you don't believe in God, and you are saying he is a liar, <laughs> and you are the devil.
1: Yeah, if you're trying to preserve the planet, that means you don't trust in Jesus coming to save us all.
0: <laughs> yeah, so they overuse styrofoam intentionally. <laughs> intentionally! Really?
1: Do you think that's why they have styrofoam there? They do. I which, do. Which always pains me to eat anything out of styrofoam. They, they
0: give us every single meal on a plate of styrofoam, and then they'll be like do you want to finish that up to go and then they will like put the styrofoam plate inside a styrofoam container in a bag and it to you. screw you environment screw you <laughs> it's ridiculous
1: oh man that is the, the bad extreme of that belief
0: yeah it's like if your friend if you were having a party and your friend leaves and says hey but I'm coming back uh-huh. and then the next day you call him and say you didn't come back and he says oh I'm still coming back <laughs> Yeah, right? you'd be like wait a
1: minute at some point the party's over and you can't <laughs> yeah, come back anymore
0: yeah I think I get to say when my party is happening and not happening, Jesus.
1: So it seems like there's levels of mistakes. The first is to name a date, you know, right. as Harold Camping has done. And right. others, yeah, Hal Lindsey saying the world was going to end in 1988, I think it some was.
0: Sometime in the 80s, yeah. And
1: then the second mistake is just to emphasize that the world is about to end. It's coming soon. Right. The safest position is just to say, yeah, at some point in the indeterminate future, Jesus is coming back. Right. So that's that's that, the best way to go. Tip. That's my tip. That's my tip for I, all of you. And
0: that's, you know, what every spurned wife does oh he'll come back one day that's the smartest way to do it (laughs) ladies you're doing it right (laughs) (laughs) then a gentleman who we will give the name muttering guy.
1: Oh, yeah. He was the guy who had originally muttered that Carrie's skirt was too short. Right. He was also the guy that we couldn't see if he was missing any teeth because he always uses the, mini- like the same minimum days. amount of mouth movement to kind of make the phrase. And, yeah, I did drugs. And, I think my you know,
0: underwear is in my ear, I don't know.
1: Tony and Susan. Yeah, and I, I didn't feel the zeal that right. Tony, Tony Alamo <laughs> Not at all. Want.
0: Yeah, now that I think about it, what would Tony Alamo think of this? guy. You'd think he'd be like, get your ass together, buddy. He, he
1: just sounded very unmotivated about this, and I was thinking, like, I'm not convinced.
0: Clearly, people are just told, it's your turn. We only have, like, eight people who come to every service. you <laughs> got to get up and give your testimony. So again. If oh, if I God. have to.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, he sat down.
0: But we couldn't even tell what he was saying. I was taught in uh, public school about evolution. We come from monkeys and all this, but I was easily rejected because I knew this is, you know, blowing. I knew there was God, and he created all this stuff, and- and then Rutherford came back up to pray. And then, who comes back for us? Sister Cindy! Sister Cindy.
1: Back to sing.
0: And, uh,
1: there were a lot of different songs Oh, that she yeah, sang.
0: I know. I just like to think that every time it was that. But you're right. She sang. Wait, it was fear by fear my son, And now I am happy all and then she sang And then she sang from the people of the town they call it- Just kidding she didn't sing that Okay <laughs> <laughs> That was, that was Cher we're terrible people We're, we're going to hell <laughs> Okay and then Ah uh, yes We got what is the
1: The main message The main
0: attraction The trailers are over The moment
1: you've all been waiting for
0: The actual talk Given by
1: We're gonna call him Steve Steve Because he reminds me of Steve Ballmer the Right The f- former CEO of yeah. Microsoft
0: An example everyone can tap Great
1: <laughs> <laughs> A lot of people out there won't get what I'm talking about But just you know Big guy Tall And you know Same kind of bald pate And And, you know, just really forceful. And he gets out there. And I was surprised because we're kind of also referring to him as Tony Alamo Jr.
0: Right. Because he just, he's the dream of Tony Alamo. If Tony Alamo is going to go to prison, he's going to have someone else come give the talks. This is the guy.
1: Like, it's weird because uh, Tony Alamo is such this kind of... I'm an alpha male and all the people in his service are very meek Right, and the counterpoint to his zeal mm-hmm. and so this guy comes in like, you know this is how it is we have no problem saying that homosexuality is wrong and he sounded like Tony Alamo which surprised me that someone like that could exist within the fold of right. Tony Alamo
0: yeah it's just kind of rattling off beliefs they have that they're sticking to that may be controversial and they don't care
1: right and he's a good old boy and he's mm-hmm. like whether you like it or not this is how it is
0: yeah and I really kind of of enjoyed listening to him oh
1: yeah because it it was all on the sleeve you know this is what we believe not right. trying to dress it up you deal with it or you go to hell
0: <laughs> exactly it's exactly like that i'm not some brainwashed halfwit if tony alama was all the things they say about him i wouldn't be here neither would anyone else and we'll find plenty of money mongers and other people that hate the message to really make it stick We'll send him up the river forever and we'll tell everybody he's a real rotten, terrible pervert. And then debate for these little nicest money. But the real plan from the devil is we want to stop that gospel. Why? What's his motive? He wants you to go to hell. So then we went to go talk more with the people. But before we get there, Ross, before we get there, I think we should talk again about our Maximum Fun Pledge Drive week. Pledge Drive. I look forward to it the way other people look forward to getting out of prison, which Tony Lama was looking forward to. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Because it is the greatest week of the year. It is when listeners get to show their support for their favorite shows like Odo Ross and Carrie.
1: That's when you can support all these... Fantastic shows, all of your favorites.
0: Like maybe you love Throwing Shade, maybe you love My Brother, My Brother and Me, maybe you love Stop Podcasting Yourself, or The Memory Palace, or Wham Bam Pow.
1: Or Risk, or Sawbones, or One Bad Mother.
0: Or The Goose Down, or Lady to Lady.
1: So this is your chance to go to MaximumFun.org and click Donate and make it official. Yeah, uh, Show that you care about good entertainment and investigative journalism. Mm-hmm. And then you can turn around and, and feel good about this and brag to others. Hey, hey, I make that happen.
0: That's right. And if you've been thinking about donating in the past, but you've never quite gotten around to it, this is the perfect time to do it. We are in a position right now where we really need funding so we can continue doing some of our, our really exciting investigations. And we have one in particular that we're excited about what we don't quite have the budget for, which is that Ross... You yes. want to get, and I'm going to be cagey here because it's not done yet. Right. You want to get certified in something that we've already investigated.
1: This is a popular investigation. People
0: a- loved it. And
1: we're we're going to the next step with it. Mm-hmm. But it's expensive.
0: You're going to be on the inside track. You know what I mean? I it's know what like you infiltration mean. Infiltration to the 10th degree. They
1: don't know what you mean.
0: But it costs money and it costs a lot of money. And we really, really need your support to make that happen. So if you can go to maximumfund.org, forward slash donate, choose that Ono Ross and Carrie is one of your favorite shows and support That's us. That's important. Yes, it's very important. And support us at the $10, $25, $35 level. We really the, appreciate this it. This
1: is the kind of conversation where people remind you of the cost of a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. But if you sign up for that $20 a month, you get coffee.
0: That's true.
1: It comes with it.
0: It's, 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 you're, it's a win-win. <laughs> win-win. <laughs> and no matter what level you donate, you get access to the bonus content. So you get all these extra episodes of all your favorite shows that other people don't get. You get to feel like you are the cool kid in class, and you are. And And there's always options also for people who do have the extra money to go to those higher levels. And they're out there and they are there. You are out you there. You are the, you are you. The $200 or more per month amount gets you free registration on the Atlantic Ocean Comedy and Musical Festival boatparty.biz which gosh I wish I could go to. Yeah. So if you if you have the money if you are able to share that with maximum fun not only will you be helping the network but you get to go to you get to go to the boat party that I want to go to. <laughs> so you get to hang that over my head. That's amazing.
1: Do it. Email Carrie. <laughs> tell her you were going. So go Let's check re- it out. Do it.
0: Ross, I yes. know you're really excited about Pledge Drive Week. Yes, I'm I am. But going to take it down a notch a little bit here. Okay. And talk about why Tony Alamo's in prison. Ugh, mm. Not as fun. Mm. But just for people who don't have this background and don't quite know who this guy is who set up this, this cult, um, we want to tell you what happened here. Mm-hmm. So Tony Alamo is in prison. Um, he... Used to be known as Bernie Hoffman. That was his given name. Right. But he changed it to Tony Alamo.
1: Mm-hmm. And he
0: was entitled on 10 counts of transporting minors, specifically female children, across state lines in order to rape or sexually assault or carnally abuse them.
1: Now, the across state lines, was that from kind of one church location to another?
0: Uh, yeah. Or he would take them with him on trips to spread the ministry. And the reason that, it, that they charged him... For that, instead mm-hmm. of charging specifically for the rapes or the assaults, is so that it could be a federal case. Oh, okay. So if
1: not if, just the state of Arkansas, exactly.
0: But. So the state of Arkansas could have charged him for those things. But the feds thought this was important enough that they should it should be charged um, as a federal crime.
1: Got it. So, so you went digging and yes, you I found did. how to access uh, a lot of these court documents.
0: Yeah, I read most of the court documents for his cases, which are tons and tons. You do have to... Buy the documents if you're like me and you have an account to do that. But Mm -hmm. once you do buy them, you can share them publicly. So we can share them with our listeners if they'd like to see them. Where can we put those, Ross?
1: You can find those documents at MaximumFun.org and go to the forums. You'll see the link for that. Uh, We create a forum for each of our episodes, by the way. Great place to talk with us and share your thoughts with us and others who listen Mm -hmm. to the show. Uh, Or
0: read about child rape. Mm. So just to be clear, Tony, since he is accused of rape, it's worth talking about how he feels about rape. And in one of his pamphlets, he does talk about how today's women rape awfully easy.
1: Yes. Great. Great thing to say, Tony. (laughs) Right. Classy.
0: And that if a woman is raped and unmarried... According to the scriptures, she's supposed to marry her rapist.
1: That's true. Thank you, Deuteronomy 22.
0: (laughs) Right. And so Tony seems to sort of support this rule. And uh, as for having sex with children, another pamphlet says that it's suitable for a man to marry a woman as long as she has reached puberty, which, as you've mentioned, is, you know, can be eight or nine.
1: So we found this kind of weird disconnect, which is, you know, what are they actually saying? Are they saying that he never did this? at all, but it's okay to do it in general, it's just he didn't it. Mm-hmm. Or that it's okay to do it and he did it and get off his back about it. Right. Like what what is the church actually saying? It was hard to get a specific on that.
0: Right. And it seemed like they were really trying to distract us when we would ask the question, because right. the question was... Oh, that's such a
1: small issue. People blow that up and make a huge thing about it.
0: Right, well, and it seemed like they were Having saying... Having sex with
1: children, Jeez,
0: Right, it seemed like they were saying, no, he definitely didn't commit the crimes that he's got, Accused of. Accused of, convicted of. But if he did, it wouldn't be that big a deal, mm-hmm. you know? But they wouldn't get to that second part unless you really press them. They just kept saying, no, it's not true. Oh, and by the way, it's totally fine to marry young girls. Wait, what? So it's really hard to talk to these people about... And they have pamphlets
1: where they write about this. You think Mm -hmm. they want to distribute that if that was a really sensitive subject.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, so this is a quote from Tony. He says, with God, age means nothing at all, as long as both parties have reached puberty, love one another, and are godly and righteous. Hmm. Um, And as for whether his... Various young wives did love him. Five testified against him in court and are currently suing him for emotional damages.
1: And five out of how many? Do we know? Are there others?
0: I'm not sure. That I couldn't say. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of hard digging through these documents because they are rightfully protecting these young women as much as they can. Yeah. So nothing's on the record about what they personally said. Just sort of summaries of the decisions that then the the jury and the judge came to after hearing those testimonies. Okay. But they did uh, testify against him, and there's been some news since our last episode went up.
1: Yes. Oh, my goodness. As we were editing the episode, the Tony Alamo Ministries was smacked down with a judgment for $500-plus mm-hmm. So they've got to pay that to the victims.
0: Yeah. And, huge amounts of money. And Alamo claims he has no money, that he's broke, and that all the money is in the church itself. He doesn't own the church. What do you want him to do?
1: Right. And a lot of the coverage is saying that very likely they're going to have to sell the Los Angeles property, Mm -hmm. meaning the one that we've been visiting, which is rather large and apparently worth six figures to help pay down that cost.
0: Yeah. So it'll be really interesting to see. We should go up there in a couple of months and see what it looks like up there. Right. What's going on? And we'll let you know once we do. But it probably won't be too soon. Oh, yeah. It's also worth noting that he didn't just abuse young girls. He also abused young men, not sexually. Uh-huh. But he did have the young men beat up. We know of at least two who have sued him for being brutally assaulted by either him or someone he sent to carry it out. Right. Uh, and they, they also are receiving.
1: They are big proponents of corporal punishment in mm-hmm. the Tony Lama ministries, uh, but apparently they take it even farther sometimes. Mm-hmm. So returning to our Sunday service, uh, of course, it wouldn't be complete without a couple more songs from Sister Cindy.
0: Obviously.
1: And then the band kind of stayed up there, and they were sort of like jamming while we all dispersed to go Middle get our out. food.
0: But no unnecessary milling. <laughs> totally necessary milling.
1: <laughs> As usual, after the Sunday services, there, is food served. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of wandering around, and I'd grab some more literature. And I went up toward the the front, where our friend Donnie was still kind of up there with his guitar. Mm-hmm. and uh just chatted with him a little bit and he said oh so um he was looking at the tracks in my hand like so which ones did you you get mm-hmm. and this is where we should mention we were feeling like especially i think at this service a lot of people suspiciously looking at oh,
0: us oh yeah I think we also mentioned in the last episode that I felt it when Howard was doing his altar right. call. People were see, looking at me.
1: Yeah, like, uh, what is her reaction? And what mm-hmm. is she here for? What is her motivation? So I was acutely feeling that at this service. And he, in particular, had been looking at us a lot mm-hmm. and always just seemed very suspicious. So th- the way he said it, like, oh, so which ones did you grab? we like, what issues are you interested in?
0: Right. Yeah. Are you trying to catch us in doing something ugly?
1: Right. And I'm thinking... Why, are you guilty about the kind of things that you're publishing I mean why are right. you publishing them well what, what shouldn't I grab out, right. of, out of your pamphlet? so I was kind of walking through them. oh this is a you know particularly interesting issue on theology about whether you can be saved or not and pointing to this other one and oh yeah this is where Jennifer talks about uh you know her daughter exposing Tony Alamo mm-hmm. but you know we met Jennifer and she yeah, told me wanted about to this read what she said. so I'm trying to like kind of justify each one as I'm going through <laughs> but he's looking at me very suspiciously <laughs> you're
0: like starting to look them and be like and i'm not an investigative journalist (laughs) and i'm not here to do a podcast okay i'm gonna go
1: (laughs) right Uh, So we proceeded over to eat our food Mm -hmm. and we were joined at the table by
0: Trisha and Rutherford.
1: The the couple and longtime members of the church and they'd met each other at the church.
0: Mm -hmm. And we talked to her specifically because she was a little more chatty than he was.
1: Yeah and I was still thinking at this point like that he was suspicious of us because he's the one who told us not you know to unnecessarily walk or talk.
0: (laughs) 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 And to be mute.
1: But then he kind of lit up and he was a really sweet guy. So I was like oh uh, okay all right maybe it's just this kind of natural demeanor that Mm -hmm. they have in the church there.
0: And so we talked about getting baptized.
1: We yeah, said, we asked oh, about we're interested.
0: That. We mentioned that we hadn't been baptized, and um, this had come up earlier in the service because there was a communion, and we oh, said, right. we haven't been water baptized, can we still take it? And they said, oh, yeah, that's fine. So we mentioned that to this woman, and she said, oh, yeah, water baptism isn't essential for salvation, but it kind of you know, really shows a- God sign, your, your dedication. Yeah. sign, reaffirmation, yeah. But she was all for us doing it, mm-hmm. and she said they do it in the ocean.
1: But she was being very noncommittal. She said, you know, we do it like the first Sunday of a month, but, you know, we don't want to do it when it's all cold. Sure. Freeze and, everybody. Yeah. And it's like 80 degrees out right now in California. So.
0: Oh, yeah. But right then it was chillier.
1: Was it? Okay. Yeah. And they
0: were expecting rain.
1: Okay. So, uh, but it didn't sound like they were over eager, like, let's get it on the calendar. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of funny. We kept saying, okay, so what do we do if that's what we want to do? And they're like, oh, we'll just keep coming and yeah. tell oh, somebody that that's what you, you want can to call do. The Phone number. Yeah, call the phone number and Which we'll you answer did, right? it. Yeah, I called later and, well, first, oh gosh, I called at like 10 p.m. And right. it's a number here in California, but I guess it bounces across the country to different volunteers. Right. So I think I called someone in Arkansas and this poor guy was asleep. But, it's like
1: two in the morning there yeah. or something.
0: Yeah, he's like, oh, I'm not even in California, but just give a call back around eight and someone can help you. <laughs> yeah. Whoops. <laughs> But yeah, you know, I kept calling and no one was really very committal about helping us get baptized.
1: So not too excited about this, which was kind of a signal to me like, well, if they're not really bending over backwards to make this baptism happen... Maybe we don't need to get baptized.
0: Yeah. And we had definitely gotten to the point where people were scared. We had scared all our friends and family.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, since they say they baptize you in the ocean. Right. I was starting to like mentally picture like, what if they try to hold me down?
0: Oh, yeah. We were talking through, very calmly talking through these contingency (laughs) plans for if a murder is attempted.
1: (laughs) This is our conversation. So Kara's thinking, like, you know, if they do try to hold you down, uh-huh. you know, you struggle for a little bit. Sure, but then, and then you just
0: like act dead. Well,
1: you yeah, well, you still got air, you act yeah, dead. So right. then they bring you up and then you get a breath.
0: Right. Exactly. And then, okay, and then I'll walk in and I'll grab you, <laughs> get you out, and then we'll run.
1: Quick, call the police. It's no
0: big deal. <laughs> and then we thought, okay, we'll have our friend Spencer, who's ex law enforcement, we'll have him go with us. Yeah, That'll help. Ha- he'll know what to do. He'll know how to stop murder. <laughs>
1: <laughs> at least we'll have an eyewitness yeah. so this was just as a contingency running through our heads right
0: and i did a couple times it occurred to me like maybe if you have to make plans like this it's a red flag <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but yeah i was definitely scaring my boyfriend we were kind of on borrowed time at this point and we knew it
1: mm-hmm.
0: so yeah as we were talking to this couple
1: rutherford and trisha
0: right You know, you mentioned that it was really hard to nail them down about what they were saying Tony did or didn't do. Right. And I remember this stood out really clearly to me that I said to Rutherford, "Okay, well, I'm a little confused because you're saying that Tony, even if he thought that it would be right to marry a young woman, he wouldn't because it's following the law of the land. Mm. And he said, well, he follows the law of the land until it contradicts God's law.
1: In other words...
0: Okay, so are you saying that he slept with young ladies or not? (laughs) It's really frustrating.
1: Yeah, and I think it was pretty clear the implication I got was, oh yeah, he can do that, he's just not going to officially marry them, you know, in the eyes of the state because he can't. Uh But it's God's law that he's allowed to. Uh, Certainly there was room for that interpretation. Wait, but even
0: that I'm confused about. So then is he saying he didn't officially marry them, but he did sleep with them? Do you think that's what they were saying? Yeah, I'm not yeah, sure either. Yeah, We're both shaking our heads can't we Can't draw don't any know. conclusions.
1: Yeah. And also, what I thought was fascinating is everybody keeps talking about Susan, talking about Susan. Yeah,
0: she, so she Susan is his dead wife. He's been dead for like.
1: Died the year I was born. Oh, okay. They mentioned that he has a new wife. And mm-hmm. I kept trying to phrase my question in sort of a way that sort of opened it up for them to explain who this new wife is. Uh-huh. It's like, you know, you're there at a party with somebody. Oh, and it's really nice to meet your wife. Uh-huh. And the person's like not giving you the name. Oh, so right. then you try to find some other way to like uh-huh. give them an opportunity to say the name and they won't. Uh-huh. So we don't know who this new wife of Tony Alamos yep. is. Can't find that anywhere.
0: Nope. But She's apparently he
1: has a wife. A
0: wife. She's some lady.
1: We did ask him about children, kind of asked him, would it be okay if a friend of mine heard about this, was wondering if he could bring his children. And they're saying, oh, yeah, we love children, and that that's totally fine. Just let us know in advance. We've never once seen a child at the facility, but they were saying, yeah, it's okay, just let us know so we can arrange for some sort of child service to go on during the main service. Mm -hmm. But we were trying to get more from them about children's participation in the ministries. They then shared with us that 30 plus children, I think, have been taken Mm -hmm. from parents who are members of the ministry.
0: And that they personally knew some of these kids and were really attached to them.
1: All because of these false accusations, as they see it.
0: Which is a tragic story. I mean... I,
1: I don't. I don't doubt their sincerity at all. I think
0: yeah, I don't either. And I would like to assume they didn't partake in any of the abuse and of that. So, yeah, what a thing to go right. through.
1: Seem like really sweet people. So, yeah, we, we had a nice long conversation with them while we were eating... And again, we were kind of reliving these old days and they were giving us like a more detailed version of their testimonies. And Trisha actually brought us one of the pamphlets that had her personal mm. testimony in it. And then afterwards, I, I think they'd taken a real liking to us, even though we were getting suspicious looks, I think, from or everybody from else,
0: everyone else who God. had met us
1: the previous two times we were there. Yeah. So at the end, they were taking us over to look at this wall of pictures,
0: Yeah. which
1: we just love. And they're all from the 70s. And
0: they're all my favorites solid picture. They all look like they were taken in Technicolor. And
1: you can see like one of the the strips of color has faded uh and so you've got this kind of greenish cast photo and this magenta cast photo. Uh So just picture a wall full of that and polyester.
0: Oh yeah, it's pretty great and we snapped some pictures, or I did and at that point, you know, I wasn't trying to hide that I was taking the pictures, so I was like, oh, I just love this kind of photography. Let me take a whole bunch of photos. So we did and we'll put those up on our Facebook at facebook.com forward slash onrack.
1: Check them out. That'll give you just a good indication of this time capsule that we were in <laughs> to the 1970s.
0: Yeah, no kidding. There, the early 80s. There's no even modern pictures of this current congregation that's meeting every day. No. Nope.
1: Yeah, I don't see nary a camera around there.
0: Yeah, maybe for good reason.
1: <laughs> and again, I felt this way about Jennifer and Greg when we met them before, but uh, Rutherford and Trisha, I also felt, and you agreed with me, We're just very well-adjusted, normal-seeming uh-huh. people. Yeah. We just met them in isolation. They were talking about this church group they part of like that's great that's great
0: yeah it was really humanizing to talk to them I was really glad that we met them because the first time we went we were kind of blown away by how much the suspicion met the reality Mm -hmm. like oh these are just members of a cult in a movie like they murder to themselves and they they don't seem all there and they're almost all have drug histories and
1: they stare at you from the corner
0: stare at you they can't hold a conversation but there are members of this church who are as you say, well-adjusted people yeah. you meet out in the real world. So that was really interesting to see that dynamic. Obo Ross, wait, wait! Before we get to the I'm ratings, waiting. before we get to the ratings, I'm waiting for a rating. Oh, you have to wait. Okay. Because
1: <laughs> hey, if you haven't donated yet, we need to remind you again that this is a pledge drive, and there are benefits to being a monthly pledger to, yeah. is Pledger a word, Pledgerism, <laughs> with <laughs> yeah. MaximumFun.org.
0: What I really want is that mini calendar with everybody as cats.
1: I was really impressed by that illustration.
0: But yeah, there are so many good gifts, and it's such a good way to show that you care about independent art and a network that really is doing it on its own. This is the only podcasting network I know of that's as successful and that's doing as well in finding independent artists who are making good stuff. Right, And celebrating that just for making good stuff, not for who you were, not for the background you came from or how much money you have, but you made a good thing.
1: And that's how Maximum Fun found us. They Mm -hmm. said, hey, we think really you'd be a great part of our team. You've demonstrated what you can do. We already had a body of work at that point. Mm -hmm. And they pulled us in and helped share us with a much larger audience. So Mm -hmm. we're very happy to have all these new ears listening. And we ask you to help keep that going by supporting Mm -hmm. with a monthly donation.
0: You know, our show's really unique, not just on Max Fun but of podcasts in general, in that it takes a whole bunch of hours. We've estimated that it takes somewhere around 65 person hours to put out one of these episodes.
1: Right, split between us and and our producer.
0: And it takes quite a lot of startup dough.
1: We need that support, and we do have ambitious plans for down the line as well. Yes, we do. So already we've been using that money that comes in, and that's all gone back towards the podcast. And so if you can support even more, we can do some fun things like, you know, maybe I start feeling gay and I want to be maybe deconverted.
0: You're a little bit gay.
1: Maybe I want to be converted back into a heterosexual.
0: Yeah. And, and we
1: need to go to some conversion therapy classes.
0: Yeah. We've been talking about this one for a while. We would love to do a gay conversion episode. We're asked about it every once in a while.
1: Maybe we want to join a religion that's really popular with Hollywood stars.
0: Maybe. I don't know which one you mean, but maybe we do. And maybe I don't know people which one ask I mean. us about it every day and a half.
1: But maybe we've been hearing it from everybody. <laughs> and but maybe. They want us it to do it costs
0: that. a whole lot of money and you need it to handle the fallout.
1: <laughs> Protect yourself afterward. Right. Not naming any particulars. We're not
0: saying anything in particular. Yeah, in order to do those really big plans, we need some money to draw from. So please, please think about supporting us. And all the other great shows on Maximum Fun by going to MaximumFun.org forward slash donate. And be sure to choose Ona Ross, and Carrie as a show you listen to or even your favorite
1: Even your favorite? we'd be very
0: humbled. Now, Ross, what if I'm a donor out there and I'm like, I am sitting pretty because I already give $5 a month and I'm very happy about where I am.
1: Which is... England? Where it's are like you? Like sort
0: of an England Texas <laughs> hybrid, I think. Mean. Not sure what that is,
1: but wherever you are, you can then increase that amount, and not only will you then have the opportunity to add us to the,
0: the list of the shows you listen to, list
1: of the shows you listen to, but also you'll be able to get those additional gifts.
0: Yeah. So maybe right now...
1: Maybe you give it $10 a month and you're thinking, you know what? I'm ready for 20 Then you can get that Tonks coffee, that stack soap.
0: The MaxFun Morning Essentials Kit. And mm-hmm. a cat calendar. I want all of these things. So if you don't want it, if you donate and you don't want it, just send it to me. It's cool. <laughs> or maybe you're giving it 35 right now and you're like, you know what? I get a lot of entertainment out of these shows. I... I listen to hours and hours of these every month, and you can give 100 bucks a month. Well, then you can be the membership of the Inner Circle, which is the monthly culture club where different people from the network pick some of their favorite stuff and send it to you. It's pretty cool.
1: And just a huge, huge thank you to everyone who's already signed up. We really, yeah. really appreciate our donors. We love meeting them when we can and hearing from them online. So if you ever see us. Let us know you're a donor. Give yeah. you a high five.
0: Unless it's clear we're investigating the thing you're at. Then <laughs> right. You know what? Send us an email. Let's
1: just be quiet, okay? <laughs> Jesus. And now, the moment you've been waiting for.
0: Oh, Tony Alamo's here. Hey. T- oh, no, that's not <laughs> it. <laughs>
1: Well, we'd be like, what are you doing out of prison? Yeah,
0: probably. (laughs) Get back
1: in there. The the moment you've been waiting for, I presume, is to hear our ratings of Tony Lamo Ministries. That's
0: what I've been waiting for.
1: So, Carrie. Yes. On a pseudoscience scale. Okay. Where one is something not at all pseudoscientific, is something that's maybe supported by mountains of evidence. Literally. Evidence in mountains. And on the seafloor is like, you know, like evolution.
0: Oh, wow. Right.
1: Yeah, That's biological evolution. That's pretty much
0: undoubted. Okay.
1: No one can really question that. And then 10 would be something incredibly unscientific. Okay. Like if you peel back the first three feet of any mountain, you will find that the inner core is composed completely of goat sperm.
0: Whoa. That seems unlikely to me.
1: Not very scientific.
0: Well, like a lot of evangelical churches we've been to, these people don't believe in evolution. And they don't believe in global warming that's not good so I have to at least shoot them up the scale a little bit for that but the focus of their work, I wouldn't say, is pseudoscientific per mm-hmm, se. Mm-hmm. So I'm just giving them a little bit. I'm going to say a four.
1: That's fair. I, I think the focus is a lot on avoiding eternal torture mm-hmm. and being ready for Jesus to come back any moment. Mm-hmm. But I, I do feel that there's kind of a pervasive mistrust of those scientists. Sure, I'll, I'll just bump them up a little higher. I'll okay. Say a six. I'll okay. Them
0: a six. Wow. i'm so impressed it's so great so what would you give it on a a pocket drainer value where one is something not at all pocket draining like a church that feeds you and drives you to church Mm -hmm. and doesn't ask you for any money at all
1: that sounds nice
0: and then 10 is something incredibly pocket draining like a church that sucks you and asks you to give them all of your savings Mm -hmm. makes it so you have no job history and then gives you a tiny eating stipend.
1: Funny that you would set the scale that way, because <laughs> Tony Alamo Ministries is both.
0: Oh, wow.
1: In our experience, we weren't pressured to give money. They gave around a donation basket, and mm-hmm. we were one of the few to put money in it right. each time. So from our perspective, we got all this food and transportation for very little cost. Mm-hmm. I think we'd probably pay about you know what they gave us. So from that perspective, you'd say, hey, one, two, but... Understanding that people who really do get involved with the church are encouraged to give over their life savings, yeah. yeah, any money that they own, anything, as in the church in acts, then work full time for the ministry. And you made a really good point there. Then they don't have a work history, right? For thirty years, I've been uh, passing out leaflets. Hire right me. So then that would shoot way up to a ten. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's, that's as the pocket
0: ma- draining as it gets. The
1: pocket is drained. Your
0: same pocket is literally empty. So and I, they might cut out the pocket and sell that.
1: <laughs> right. I have a really hard time rating it from our personal experience. I'd say a two.
0: I wouldn't even say a two. Okay, one. Okay. <laughs> Okay.
1: You talked me down. I'm easy to convince, but I'd say potentially this is an easy nine or 10. Yeah. Just depending on how far you go.
0: Yeah. I have a tough time with it too. From uh a, average person who shows up, I would definitely say a one. There is definitely a societal cost to consider because these people are doing some fancy weird stuff with the old law here. And for example, they were sued by Tempur-Pedic a couple years ago because they have what I would call a fake charity, but it's a registered charity, Mm -hmm. so in that sense it's real. It's a a charity where they claimed to give all the donations out to the poor, and so Tempur-Pedic gave them all these mattresses, and then they went and sold them and took all the money back into them Not
1: cool Yeah
0: You know If you're getting tax breaks For a charity doing that That certainly is Coming out of Everyone else's pockets But uh, yeah I'm just going to Stick it right there In the middle Because we do have This quandary here I'm going to say It's a five Okay
1: All right, then Carrie What would you give This on a danger rating Hmm. Where one (laughs) is something eh, Very dangerous at all You know you're walking On Hollywood and Highland You wait until The little walk symbol But then You get on the metro And head back home uh huh. Or 10 is something incredibly dangerous, like uh, you are crossing Hollywood and Highland and you decide to get on a van with someone you've never met before, oh. and there may be drugs involved because they're checking for that, and they take you off someplace you've never been before and uh, put a blindfold on you.
0: Oh, wow. That's that's 10. a 10. That's creepy. So a nine. Okay. <laughs> there were no blindfolds. So a nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. it's was certainly a somewhat scary experience. It's one that I would feel a little nervous recommending anyone go do. I feel like we have tempted fate enough mm-hmm. for those of us who aren't buying it and are just showing up to see what's up.
1: I would worry about anyone doing this by themselves, too. I yeah. was glad that we went... Together,
0: yeah, and then we had backup.
1: While I was in the midst of it, I didn't feel it was as dangerous as it sounds when I describe it to people. I agree; it sounds crazy, mm-hmm. as we're saying. At, at the same time, I didn't feel it was that incredibly dangerous. I'll say, well, if we're leaving out the whole thing with the founder and his uh, right escapades of danger. Okay, and also the beating of young people. <laughs> who
0: him. Okay, I'm, I'm
1: up at a nine too. Not, I talked myself into it. Yeah, okay, it's very dangerous. Yeah, yeah, it okay. was dangerous. Well, Ross. Yes.
0: What would you give it on a creepiness rating? Mm-hmm. Where like one is something not mm. at all creeping.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like you go to work and as you walk in the doors, everyone says, Hey Ross, what's up? Did you have a good weekend? You're like, Oh, it's pretty good. I recorded a podcast. It's nice. Yeah. Walk up to your desk and sit down and start doing your work type, 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 type. It's not creepy. Not creepy. Ten is you go to work, you walk in the doors. And all at once, all 150 employees who are there at 8 a.m., mm-hmm. slowly pivot toward you and, and hold up their left hands and say, Hey, Ross. <laughs> you continue walking through the hall. And as you pass ahead, it turns toward you. But you know what I'm saying? Like, uh-huh. it only turns as you walk. Right. And you're walking through and you're like, Hey, everybody, it's me, Ross. Hey, And then you go and you sit down at your desk, and instead of wood, there's just ice. (laughs) This is already creepy. (laughs) And and you you think, okay, I'm I don't I'm uncomfortable. I think I'll call my my wife, Kara. And you look up at Kara's picture there on your desk, and instead of Kara, there's just a picture of a skeleton's face with her hair.
1: That's horrible. (laughs) All right. On that scale, (laughs) it's a strange scale. These guys take the cake on creepy. I'd say Tony Lamo Ministries with a combination of people with drug histories, putting on a van and, uh, you know, a leader who's in jail for 175 years for child sex abuse. I mean, how much creepier can you get? Not a lot. Uh, I'll say 9.5. Okay. I'll leave a little extra room for skeletons with hair. Yeah. How about you?
0: I'm tempted to say an 8, and here's why.
1: Okay.
0: I'm just differentiating between creepy and dangerous in my Mm. mind here a little bit. Mm -hmm. Because I'm thinking of like the OTO was just like creepy. You know, like there's just like all these dark symbols. Yeah. yeah, It's like almost they're trying to creep you out. Right. Tony Lamo the... The feeling in the room isn't that creepy, except for people staring at you.
1: There's more going on under the surface yes. at Tony Lama Ministries than there is at OTO. Oh yeah, and
0: that's why I'm putting it as far up as eight, yeah. and not saying, "Well, it feels normal there," so one.
1: And there's some normal people there who might kind of mitigate that score, but still, mm-hmm. overall, I'm just yeah, it's,
0: it's certainly of. up there. I mean, give it an eight, but I okay. certainly could be convinced higher.
1: Okay. Well, Carrie, any favorite moments in this episode?
0: Ooh, boys, <laughs> so many. I think my very favorite might be when we were driving back from the first event, and you asked about the jewels and the symbol on the sign. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And you, I think we talked about this in the first episode, so I'll make it quick. But yeah, you said, oh, do those represent the 12 tribes of Israel? And he said, yep. And you (laughs) said, okay, then. (laughs) We both just tittered the whole way home oh, man. while the entire van was silent. There was no conversation about this. It's just fact.
1: It very unnecessary tittering, by the way. <laughs> right. Must be noted. I, I think my favorite moment was when Sister Cindy opened the mouth of her
0: Open the mouth <laughs> of her face. <laughs> to sing...
1: Open the Open eyes the of my, eyes, heart.
0: my heart
1: again, like because we'd already been talking about that, and then just that she's saying it again it just made me laugh.
0: Oh yes, that was pretty good. Oh, but
1: I also love running into the guy in the forest and having him yeah. make us turn back. So anyway, many, so many good moments.
0: It was a really solid investigation, and you know what? Let's never go back again. We're done. <laughs> So I guess that's it for our show.
1: Our theme music is by Brian Keith Dalton.
0: And our producer is Ian Kramer.
1: You can find us online at MaximumFun.org and look for Ono, Ross, and Carrie. You can also visit us on Facebook.com slash OnRack.
0: And if you didn't catch this somehow in this episode, you can donate by going to MaximumFun.org forward slash donate. And be sure to choose Ono, Ross, and Carrie as a show you listen to or even your favorite show.
1: And remember, in the wise words of Tony... Your God Almighty's gonna cut you down Go tell that long-tongued liar Go tell that midnight rider Tell the gamble or the ramble
0: or the backbiter You the a Almighty's gonna cut him down Well, stop go buddy. let me tell you the news My head's been wet with the midnight dew I've been down on my bended knee Talking to the man from Galilee